So here we go. Well, you know, I have not heard from my ex in quite some time. And, you know, certain things I probably should not disclose. And, you know, let's just say that he became a wanted fugitive because he basically skipped out on bail. And it's just been insane because, you know, he's really taken his life into complete, just, he spiraled. And it's unfortunate, but I don't know how that came about. And all I can say is I really felt a lot of disappointment in him because it's like he should know better and you know many people will tell me that I should be a little bit more understanding it's easier for me to say that because I'm not in his shoes he was abandoned this this, and that there's so many different other excuses of what and why he's turned out that way and I get it like so many people have it's hard for them to see him in that in that light. And I understand. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And he's turned himself into this, I guess you could say, criminal. You know? And it's just always one thing after another. And it's like, I know that it's like he's not happy. Because he has contacted me like a few months ago when I came back from Dallas and you know when I was on my way back he had told me that you know he was sorry or what have you but you know the truth is I can't feed into that and it might sound horrible of me but it's like I don't feel like I can really believe anything he says and even then If there was any ounce of hope for anything, I don't want anything more than to be his friend. I mean, that's when I'm ready. But even as of right now, I can't do that. I've gone through so much with him and I'm not trying to victimize myself here. But, you know, it's like I know exactly what what's caused me to be a person that I did not want to be. And I know that being with him and just everything that has to do with him, it's going to cause me to not be a very happy person. It's going to cause me to be upset and have, you know, a lot of like resentment. And I don't want that, you know, because then I'll remember all of the things that was done. I'll remember all of the lies, the betrayals and everything. And, you know, how he gaslighted me, all of that. And I can't, you know. And till this day, it's like he's done the whole smear campaign and, you know what I mean, had my entire family, like, just feeling bad for him. And, you know, he even started a smear campaign against his own family. And it's like my side of the family truly believes that he was abandoned. And the reason why he's the way that he is is because of how his family was with him. And, you know, my thoughts on that is... Everybody has gone through their rough patches, but everybody has, you know, that freedom 
to make their own decisions. We're all adults here and we should know better. You know, especially when you have children, it is up to you to make the best choices for yourself. And it's like nobody else should ever be to blame. And, you know, yes, a lot of things are unfortunate when bad things, you know, the bad consequences happen. But, you know, it's like every action, like if you guys have ever listened to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus from Face Down, that one line that says every action in this world will bear a consequence. And that's absolutely true. You know, it's like he may not have had all of these things catch up to him right away, but eventually they will. And it's like you have to understand that if you're going to do anything that's bad, it's going to come back to you. You know, I mean, karma is all around. I am a firm believer of good and bad karma. If you go out of your way to do something like really horrible and, you know, just hateful towards somebody, then you're going to get bad karma. That's just how it is. You know, and you do good, good karma will, you know, will then come your way. But for my ex-husband, it's just things have never changed. And, you know, it's just like I was told, well, you know, you got to understand for him. And I am so sick and tired of hearing that because really, you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. And it's like, we cannot sit here and blame, oh, this upbringing, this, this, and that. And it's just like, I personally have gone through some stuff. And I know that certain people do not want to admit to that or own up to, you know, giving their children a bad child. Well, not a childhood, but just the separation of how everything went down. They want to say that it's not comparable, but it's like, as a child, I went through some stuff too. To the point where I probably could have turned to drugs, but I chose not to, you know, and I did go through depression. I did have some times where, you know, I'm not proud of this, but I'm going to be transparent with you guys. There are some times as an adolescent where I became borderline suicidal and my ex-husband would tell me, well, that's the same thing as being, you know, a drug addict. Perhaps it is. But, you know, after I became a mom, I did my best to just get out of that and, you know, to to really, like, focus on my children. And I don't see why it's that hard for him. And everyone's saying, well, he has no purpose. Well, not everybody, but certain people, oh, he has no purpose. And this, this, and this. It's easy for us to judge. And it's like, okay. You know, it's like you guys are all feeling bad for this person that basically has committed fraud and has basically, like screwed everybody left and right and just burned all of his resources or any of his connections even family you know feel bad for him but then it's like do you feel bad for the person that's genuinely having to really carry the weight on their shoulders like you know the person that's actually taking care of the children the the person that's basically sacrificing day and night to make sure that these children have everything that they need meanwhile you know this clown is just out you know, doing his thing and living the life of like, you know what I mean? Not being a parent, doing drugs, doing stupid things that's going to get him in trouble. And so lo and behold, you know, his, I'm going to try to be very kind with my words, but his meth using girlfriend as well, who also commits fraud, basically you know, contacted my sister-in-law and let her know that he's been incarcerated and could possibly, you know, he's going to get picked up by the immigration and could possibly get deported. Well, 
Um, yes. Do I feel bad? Of course I do because I do not want my children to be sad. <coughs> Excuse me. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's still their father. But I can't sit here and allow myself to feel bad for that and just like, you know, let those emotions eat me up because I did not push him to do the actions that he's done over the course of a year to get him into this trouble. Come to think of it, it's like whatever it went that whatever it was that went down, you know, I wasn't there and he lied to me about it. You know, it's like I don't even know who I was married to. But you know, there's certain people in my life that really maybe I could be wrong, but it feels as if they're pushing me to feel guilty for what's going on and I should be sad about it or you know whatever the case may be it's not the fact that I don't care but just because I say that I do care it doesn't mean that I'm in love with him and it doesn't mean that I'm going to you know feel I mean I feel bad I do but like I said when people make their own bed they have to lay on it lay in it and that's what happens so I can't allow myself to feel bad for somebody that basically became self-destructive and that has nothing to do with me now had I stayed there I would have self-destructive and meanwhile my two boys would have suffered so if anybody that's if there's anybody that is in the same boat as me look if you feel or if somebody is trying to make you feel that you should feel guilty about it stop that right now because People, whatever, I mean, they are grown adults and they are capable of making their own decisions. And you, no matter what they tell you, you did not put a gun to their head and make them do some stupid crap to get them into the situations that they're in right now. You know, as I said, I wish and hope for the best for him, for my boy's sake. Now, I hope he doesn't get deported. I hope that, you know what I mean, things will work out in a sense slightly to his favor and I do hope that he does clean himself out but you know I know that's God's that's in God's hands you know I I can't even I don't even know what to say with how everything has gone down it is very sad I feel so bad for my boys because I feel like my boys deserve a whole lot better I mean People are saying, well you know I feel bad for your boys because their dad is no longer there okay well then you know what talk to me about Feeling bad for them when their father was not on drugs, was not on meth, and was actually, you know, working and keeping his head straight for about nine years that I was aware of because I don't know this man anymore. I don't know who the hell I married. But imagine that and then the last two years of their life, they noticed that he's had mood swings, he started acting bizarre, you know, and he's on drugs. So imagine that for them. Now, imagine if I would have stayed and how bad that would have been. I mean, I would have, there's a possibility I could have gotten in trouble and lost my professional licenses because of all of the nonsense that he was doing. And it's not worth it. I'm sorry. Especially if I've got two children that I have to take care of and I have to be good because I have to make sure I'm taking care of my children. I have no guilt. And I'm to that point in this journey where I am not going to let anybody guilt me for what he has done and for his actions. 
that's just how it is. Because at this point, I am, I got to stay focused. I got to stay focused in rebuilding my life. I do not have time to go back into the past and, you know, say, okay, well, we shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I mean, the point is, the whole deportation thing, at the end of the day, why didn't he take care of that stuff? I had asked him repeatedly to take care of that stuff. Now, because he decided to be sloppy, again, every action in this world will bear a consequence. This is exactly what happens when you don't take care of the things you're supposed to take care of. And, you know, it's like running away from, you know, from the law and you know basically trying to skip out on bail this is basically where it's caused you you knew exactly what's going to happen and here we are it's utterly ridiculous but with that being said i am very excited because i have upcoming projects i know i keep saying that um you know i'm trying to keep myself as busy as i possibly can because i don't want to focus on any type of negativity I don't want to focus on, you know, like just things that are going on that I truly cannot control. And I have been sick for the last few weeks. And right now I have that lingering cough, which feels like my asthma has also been part of that as well. And it's been very difficult to breathe the last few days so I have been trying my best to just not be ill to keep myself as you know healthy as I possibly can because I know that I have upcoming things that I got to take care of and my children they need me you know I need to be able to really take care of them I need to make sure that you know I have you know, all of my things squared away because at, at the most, you know, I'm going to do whatever it is that I can to take care of these boys. Because as of right now, I am all that they have. You know, I don't really have... I don't really have many options at this point. I wish I did wi- I do wish that I had help. It would be nice, but I would prefer to just do things on my own and truly, you know, not have to worry about any more drama and for now that's why I choose to to keep busy I'd rather keep busy so once again I don't have to worry about nonsense I don't have to worry about you know things that are going to take away from my focus my focus from my goals. But, you know, it has been a crazy ride. Um, today, I 
had an appointment. It was a very successful one. And, you know, I'll be honest, my friends, I'm exhausted. Like, I should have certain things done and I should have everything under control, but I truly don't. Sometimes it's like I have to let go of one thing for one day. Like, for example, today, I really wasn't feeling well. I have a lot of things to do work, business. So it's like I let my house go. And hopefully tomorrow, if I wake up on time, I'll be able to get it done. Also, I do hope that, you know, I'll be able to get out of this rut. Slowly but surely, I'm trying to find some kind of clarity. You know, and just find guidance of like where I'm supposed to go because it can be very frustrating I do hope for a light at the end of the tunnel which it's always there and I know that God and the universe always provides so I'm trying to just stay calm and just go with the flow but do everything in my power but what I wanted to share with you guys today, and I hope what you guys got out of it would be helpful. The one thing that I can say is just hang in there. I mean, even after a year, I'm still going through some things. I'm still basically getting grief from family members. And I'm still getting guilt, you know, in a sense. I feel I'm getting guilted. And you, you just have to stay strong and build your mentality some days are going to be easy some days are going to be hard but it's like you just have to keep going sometimes you might want to just lay down and just cry for a bit you cry for 10 minutes but you got to get up and remember that you've got things to do and you just got to take care of it because you can't just sit there but you know with that being said i should get some rest because i have honestly not been feeling so great. And as I sit here and talk, I've noticed that, you know, my my breathing has been a little bit difficult. I think it's because of my asthma and because I'm recovering from a cold. It's been just hard. <laughs> and, you know, it's definitely been wearing me out. And if I do talk for long periods of time lately, I've noticed that I just feel very exhausted. But um, it has been a long day. And I look forward to what's to come. I look forward to the new chapter in my life, as you guys should be doing as well. Always know and strive for something brand new in your life. Be excited about something and find something to look forward to. Until then, we'll get through this together. Thank you for listening. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. Bye for now. Hello and good evening. It's actually another early morning. Now, I have a few things to speak about. There's quite a few things that happened early this morning. And I've been very reluctant to speak of this up until now. And 
The reason being is because there's been quite a few things that have been happening. And it's regarding my ex. I've tried to avoid speaking of it because I just didn't want to open up a can of worms or like just interfere with anything. But with that being said, I think I can kind of talk about a few things that have happened and things that are happening. So let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and I will be back very shortly. for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist. So please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially entered season two of still i rise i'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey because it's officially been a year since i've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse and dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines and uh, if you are a new listener to this podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of, you know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months, I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all.